Growing Up, our brand new resource for churches and parents is out now. Woohoo! With Sunday school sessions, training videos, podcast episodes for parents and one for the whole family. All there to help our children navigate the confusion, filter the messages they're surrounded by and hear God's good story. All our Growing Up resources point to the Heavenly Father who loves our children even more than we do and has the answer to their biggest questions about who they are and how to live. Together, as families and churches, we can support each other to start good conversations about bodies, gender and marriage so our children can grow up hearing God's good story. Head over to the website faithinkids.org and find out all the details about growing up. Hello, this is Ed. This is the Faith in Kids podcast. I could not be happier to be here. We're going to look at the Bible together. Welcome back. Episode two, Meals with Jesus. Jam, what are we going to do today? We're going to think initially about smells. Ed, what is your favourite smell? Look, I love food cooking. At the moment downstairs, there is a slow cooking stew happening and it fills the whole house and I love it. Also, you can have a non-food smell because it's the whip around question is coming. I love the smell of cut grass because it reminds me in particular of when I was a kid. The smell of cut grass meant cricket. That was a very, very nice smell. In that case, can I have the smell of a bonfire? You certainly can. So, um, and also the thing about the smell of the bonfires, it keeps on giving because you smell of bonfires for some time afterwards. Anyway... Have a chat amongst yourselves with a rip-around question. What is your favourite smell? that jam because I think a lot of people's smells are going to be closely associated with people who love them. Yeah. I remember standing with my dad by a bonfire. I bet you remember playing cricket with your dad. Yeah. And also we had bonfires because I lived on a farm. Good system. Oh, jam, yeah, no, what no. is the UK's favourite smell? It is the smell of freshly baked bread. That is apparently our favourite smell. Although I think people just say that because that's the first one they can think of. But people also like the smell of roses, vanilla, lavender, lemon and scented candles. And would you believe that I got this fact off a site which is selling scented candles? So there you go. That's fortunate. Why are we thinking about smells, Ed? Today we're going to hear about a smell. A lovely smell. A smell that was poured on Jesus' feet. 
because even Jesus had smelly feet until they were cleaned. In Luke 7, we're going to see the story of Jesus' feet smelling lovely. First, Jam, please tell us some fun facts. We're back to smells. Do you know the human brain can process roughly 10,000 different smells in an area the size of a postage stamp? Did you know that? What, what does that fact even mean, Jam? Where is this mythical area the size of a postage stamp? Yes, it does make me wonder, how did they test this fact and what on earth did they do to that postage stamp? Have you ever had a smelly letter, Ed, or something through this post that smells? Y- yes, I, I mean, look, my house permanently smells. We've just got a dog and I'm pretty sure now my house stinks. It's just we don't realise. <laughs> yeah, but it's a lovely... It's, but you don't smell it anymore, so that's all that matters. Can I tell you the miracle of the human nose? God has made your nose more sensitive and able to smell than any machine in the whole world. There is no machine built by people that can compare to the human nose for smelling smells. It's better than any machine. That is very good to know. We're going to hear now this story from Luke's Gospel chapter 7 listen out for the perfume the reading is luke 7 verses 27 to 32 one of the pharisees asked jesus to eat with him jesus went into the pharisee's house and sat at the table a sinful woman in the town learned that jesus was eating at the pharisee's house so she brought an alabaster jar of perfume she stood at jesus's feet crying and began to wash his feet with her tears She dried his feet with her hair, kissed them many times and rubbed them with the perfume. The Pharisee who asked Jesus to come to his house saw this. He thought to himself, if Jesus were a prophet, he would know that this woman who is touching him is a sinner. Jesus said to the Pharisee, Simon, I have something to say to you. Simon said, teacher, tell me. Jesus said, there were two men. Both men owed money to the same banker. One man owed the banker 500 silver coins. The other man owed the banker 50 silver coins. The men had no money, so they could not pay what they owed. But the banker told the men that they did not have to pay him. Which one of the two men will love the banker more? Simon the Pharisee answered, I think it would be the one who owed him most money. Jesus said to Simon, You're right. Then Jesus turned towards the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? When I came into your house, you gave me no water for my feet. But she washed my feet with her tears and dried my feet with her hair. You did not kiss me, but she has been kissing my feet since I came in. You did not rub my head with oil, but she rubbed my feet with perfume. I tell you that her many sins are forgiven. This is clear because she showed great love. But the person who has only a little to be forgiven will feel only a little love. Then Jesus said to her, Your sins are forgiven. The people sitting at the table began to think to themselves, Who is this man? How can he forgive sins? Jesus said to the woman, Because you believed, you are saved from your sins. that was quite a long reading so to get our heads into the story let's hear another version of that story told from the point of view of two animals with a really good sense of smell (coughs) 
Coco, what's the matter? Buster, it's my nose. It's broken. Oh, no. That's awful. Wait, it doesn't look hurt. I've not broken a bone. Bone? Where? Oh, Buster. Look at me, Buster. Sorry, uh, you said that word. And it makes me remember that. I buried it. A juicy one of those. And I must go back and find it. Gnaw on it. We were talking about my nose. And that is broken. My sense of spell isn't working. What? That's awful. How did it happen? I was sniffing around that posh house with nice scraps. He had a special guest. You know that amazing guy? The one who talks to big crowds. And there's normally a little crowd of men in tall hats looking cross. Yeah, and the people who want to touch him. I'm not surprised. Weird things happen when they do. Saw him touch one guy with a skin disease the other day. The sort that gets you thrown out the city? Yeah, that's the one. One touch. Woof, completely better. I saw him with a guy with a hand that wasn't right. He told him to stretch it out. Completely restored skin and bone. Bone! And fingers. Buster! <coughs> Buster! Well, that guy is round for dinner and then this woman turns up. I've seen her around town too. I know the one. She's often on her own. Always in the doghouse. I think she's often been really bad. But anyway... She goes into this guy's house, uninvited, <laughs> left the door open so I could creep in. Yummy scraps. Any sausages? Bits of steak, lamb, beef on the bone. Bone! Buster, I'm trying to tell you what happened. Anyway, this woman is throwing herself at this famous guy's feet, weeping on them. Then she whips out this jar of something and breaks it open. Talk about a strong smell. So sweet, but so powerful. Like being punched in the face by a jet-powered rosebush. Total smell overload. I staggered outside, wandered around for a bit, and then here I am. Maybe you should go back and touch this famous guy. And you'll be healed. Ruff! Good idea. He seems amazing and... (laughs) Wait, I think he's coming back. Oh, great! Yes, yes, my sense of smell... It's coming back. What is that? Okay, that that was me. Sorry, I, I didn't think you'd mind. Is that something you did? <laughs> or just a natural aroma? Bit of both. So what's going to happen to the famous guy? I don't know, but I think he's going to be in trouble. I can feel it in my bones. Bone! 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 Sorry, I have to go and... See you later. Right. I should go and see a dog about a man. Parents often tell their children to say thank you. Have you been there? Say thank you. But that thank you comes in all different shapes and sizes. There's the thank you when you've been given a new pair of socks and they're a weird colour. I don't really want them, but they were a present. Thank you. There's the thank you when you've been given a new top and you really wanted this new top. Oh, thank you. Then there's the thank you when you open the present and you can't believe it's actually for you. Seriously? No, you're kidding. All of it for me? Thank you. The woman in today's story is definitely 
in the last group. She was so thankful, so amazed, so excited, she decided to wash Jesus' feet, dry them with her hair and then pour the world's most expensive perfume on them. What? I know what you're thinking. We're all thinking the same thing. I was with you for the whole really, really thankful bit. But if you're really thankful, you give someone a big hug. You write them a card. You might even buy them a present to thank them for the present. You don't wash their feet with your hair. Well, you do if washing feet is a sign in your culture that you think the other person is super important and you really aren't. Which is what this woman understood about Jesus. He's God. He's super important and we just aren't. Sorry if that's a shock. Well, you do if using your hair is a sign in your culture that the other person knows everything about you, everything you've ever done, and nothing is hidden from them. Which is what she understood about Jesus. He knows everything about you, and he still loves you. This is normal if pouring the most expensive perfume all over his feet because that was the biggest, most expensive present she could give him. Because the present he has given us is priceless. A place in his forever family. What present could we possibly give Jesus to thank him? Expensive perfume makes a whole heap of sense, doesn't it? I don't know if you've noticed in school, but there's a whole heap about well-being and mindfulness. If you listen carefully, everyone now says, be thankful, thankfulness, because they say it's really good for you. That's not news to us. That's how God has made us, to be thankful. It's true. It's really good. It helps you. It makes you feel better if you are thankful. The big difference is that we know who to thank more than anyone else. So when you're glum, when you're fed up, when you're feeling low, when you can't smile, thank Jesus. Start at the beginning. What's he given you? How's he helping? And just keep thanking him for all that he has given us until you start to feel a little better inside. And then keep going. Shall I do that now? Why don't we pray? Dear Father, thank you for Jesus. Thank you he made us. Thank you he keeps us breathing. Thank you, Father, for those who love us. Thank you, Father, for the way you've made creation. Thank you for dogs and cats and rabbits, birds, foxes, squirrels. But most of all, Father, thank you that Jesus has forgiven us. He knows everything about us. He is amazing. And he loves us. And we are in his forever family. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Lots to think about there. And Ed's going to help us with Ed's God's Questions. You can do these questions under fives. What did the woman do for Jesus? It's a bit strange. 
Fives to sevens. Why did she do that? Eights to elevens. Think of three things you are most thankful to Jesus for. Don't just copy the ones I prayed. Think about it for yourself. Three things you want to thank Jesus for. And over elevens. Let's just dream for a moment. What would someone of your age be like if they were full to bursting with thankfulness for all that Jesus has done for them? If they sat down next to you in your class, what would they be like? Hit pause and talk about them now or wait till the end, because right now we've got a song and our listeners have been getting creative in lockdown. Here is a family, the Cannell family, who've written, performed and recorded a song called This Is What Jesus Said. Have a listen to this and see if you can join in with the This Is What Jesus Says. I am the bread of life. This is what Jesus said. So you are truly fed. This is what Jesus said. I am the light of the world. This is what Jesus said. To keep you safe each day. This is what Jesus said. Whoever, 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 whoever follows in his light. Whoever, 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 whoever walks in the light of life. I am the gate for you. This is what Jesus said. For a life of joy and grace. This is what Jesus said I am the good shepherd This is what Jesus said So I can speak to you This is what Jesus said Whoever, whoever, whoever Whoever listens to his voice Whoever, whoever Whoever, whoever makes the perfect choice I am the one true vine This is what Jesus said Bearing fruit for all your days This is what Jesus said I am the way, the truth and life This is what Jesus said At your side every day this is what Jesus said. If you want to get in touch with the Cannell family about that song, send them an email to the address in the show notes. Hey, Jam, if you got a bit glum just before bed tonight, just tell me three things you would thank Jesus for. I would thank God for food because I love food, lots of different flavours and tastes and spices. I also would thank God for trees. I've gone on loads of walks in the last year, as you can imagine. And trees are a bit magic and amazing. And then I'd also thank God for Jesus and just how Jesus is. He is just so kind to the people he's talking to. And he never says, told you so, shame on you, anything like that. So this woman's made some big mistakes and Jesus is just very kind to her. And I think that's brilliant. What about you, Ed? I think lockdown has been very hard. And there have been some really, really long weeks. And sometimes I don't feel very thankful. And it has really helped me to thank Jesus that he has me. He is busy loving me and he will not stop. 
even when I'm feeling glum and sad and fed up. I'm so thankful for that. This is what Jesus said So I can set you free This is what Jesus said I am life forevermore This is what Jesus said Turn to me and walk with me This is what Jesus said This is what Jesus said to you and me All who believe in me Live eternally Thank you, Jesus For your sacrifice Thank you, Jesus For giving me life Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You can do these questions under fives. What did the woman do for Jesus? It's a bit strange. Fives to sevens. Why did she do that? Eights to elevens. Think of three things you are most thankful to Jesus for. Three things you want to thank Jesus for. And over elevens. Let's just dream for a moment. What would someone of your age be like if they were full to bursting with thankfulness for all that Jesus has done for them? If they sat down next to you in your class, what would they be like? And you know, Ed, your sense of smell is weakest in the morning and gets stronger as you get through the day. And I know what a lot of people are now thinking as they're listening to this. They're thinking... That shower first thing in the morning is a waste of time because nobody can smell me anyway. <laughs>